You're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. Brought to you, as always, by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. My guest today, uh, always an insane pleasure to have him on the show. Hands down, one of the funniest comics uh, around. Chris Maddock, thanks again for doing it. Hello. Uh, Chris and I... Funny, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> thrilled, thrilled to be back uh, AM radio. Love it. Uh, I do love it. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, Chris and I both have uh, albums on stand-up records. Mine's called Sex and Politics. His is Point of Entry. If you uh, haven't purchased them yet, uh, please do. Do yourself a favor. Let us tickle your funny bone. Yes. And Chris will also have uh, another album uh, coming out at at some point this year, right? Yes, sir. Yes. We're shooting for this year. Country Music Legend. I was at the uh, I was at the taping the late show. Very funny, hell of a um, suit that you were wearing for that. Yeah, somebody re- made me a Chris Maddox suit. It says my name on it. It's like a, a nudie suit they call him the because the the fellow who invented that kind of, that style is uh, his name was nude, uh, nudie, and so uh, and you say so you have to explain that otherwise it sounds like you're wearing a flesh colored suit. You're like the emperor's uh, no clothes. Yeah, you just up there naked. It's about, it's like that stuff uh, Johnny Cash and Hank Williams those really big loud country suits, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they did a great job. Laura uh, Ernst and uh, they saw me doing that, uh, playing my country music uh, stylings and shorts. And <laughs> she, she makes clothes for horse shows, so she perfect. Said, I'll make you a suit. I said I'll wear it. Should have wore it today, but it's a radio. It's radio. Yeah, I am well, wearing it. There I was go. gonna say, um, Hunter, my do we are we doing the live feed still, or is that done? Uh, it's oh. not on right now. It's not on right now. Okay, then never mind. It wouldn't have mattered. Occasionally, <laughs> we do have a, a live feed. Uh, next time, yeah. Do we uh, do we know if anyone watches that live feed? Is that uh... it gets views? All right. Well, there you go. Next <laughs> time, when the when the album comes out. Uh, we'll yeah. have you on the show. We'll do live stream. Nice. You can wear the suit. I'll play a song. We'll, he'll play a song, everybody. That's, uh, I, I would imagine, it, 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 probably the only show on AM 950 that's had Oh, uh, yeah, live it's AM. Music. Are we allowed to play music on the AM radio? Oh, that's a good, I think we just, <laughs> healthcare. I feel like we can only talk about healthcare, I think. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so, and then upcoming shows, where, uh, where can my laughing maniacs see you perform next? So, uh, what, what were those dates I gave you? May 18th May- and 19th? <laughs> um, there's May, May 8th. I do, I, I could just <laughs> say it myself. No, 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 I, yeah, we gotta figure this out yeah. between the two of us. Yeah. May 18th and 19th is, uh, the Art of World yep. in Northeast Minneapolis, where there's, uh, there, uh, art, visual art, uh, music. And, it's a fun time. Um, beer, all beer, all over uh, Northeast Minneapolis. So I'll be doing a show on uh, May nineteenth, a stand-up comedy show at Turbo Tim's Anything Automotive uh, Garage. Uh, it's, uh, it's, he, he's he usually has a DJ there. He does a car crush, so he's got a giant uh, World War II oh, Jeep, and he crushes a car with it. So we, we'll play uh, Flight of the Valkyries, and we'll, <laughs> we'll crush that thing usually, and then. And then uh, he's going to have some bands, and we're going to do a stand-up comedy show there. Um, Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I have a special guest to be announced. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, Hopefully, uh, I can participate in that as well. If the time works out, Robert Rill is going to make an appearance there. Uh, I will also be at the uh, – the reason for that is because I'll also be at the Comedy Corner Underground May 18th and 19th as part of the uh, triple feature show there with Ali Sultan and a comedian from Chicago. Uh, I forget her name. But uh, that's going to be a fun time too. You can go to Comedy Corner. I am not a professional. Uh, Comedy Corner Underground dot com uh, for tickets to see that, and I'll be at Acme Comedy Company next week, May first through the fifth. Uh, AcmeComedyCompany.com for uh, tickets and more details on those shows. Uh, I lo- I want to get you were telling me about this because I saw this in the news, but I, I first off there's it just seems like there's more news. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always been a lot of news, but it seems like there's it's so much news. So, and and so I missed this. I want to – you caught it. We were talking about this a little bit before the show, but this Trump meltdown on on Fox News and how in, utterly insane it is. Well, yeah. It wasn't – he wouldn't call it a meltdown, I'm sure. Well, no. But uh, it's it was uh, – A successful speech, a big – Yeah. Right? He yeah. he went on Fox and Friends and really let loose. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen him at the uh, – like when he spoke in front of the – Boy Scouts of America, and he starts rambling about, um, uh, you know, the lying media to eight-year-olds. And, yep. uh, so you got to get him young. You got to teach him. <laughs> How will they know? He uh, so I, I heard uh, only I couldn't listen to the whole half hour, but he really he uh, he just talked, and they would try to jump in, and he he just he could. I mean, he just went for it. Um, you do realize he is a little bit more tethered sometimes because he he, he mm-hmm. and then uh the the funny part is is that they multiple times tried to let him go he's the president and yeah. they're reporters so you think mm-hmm. they'd want to keep him on the line as long as possible since you've got the president and the other president they literally Obama, said Bush. they literally said well we know you have a lot to do today <laughs> and he said in so many words, no. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, he's. It, I mean, it's. It was just fascinating. I don't know what more you need. You just listen to that. Just listen. commandeering the entire show. He he started off with that it was uh, his wife's birthday, and then they naturally asked, "What did you get her?" And he went the silence, and then <clears throat> just made up a fact that he made up a story that he had gotten her a card, which. So he he doesn't have anything going on, but also doesn't have time to get his wife any gifts. Yeah, I, After he brings it up, he asked his own gotcha question. How I mean, it'd be hard to give your wife a present. You know, when you're in the doghouse that bad, which I imagine he probably is. Heck of a doghouse, though, in the White House. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, a- if you got to be in a doghouse and having an Oval Office, pretty pretty decent gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a little like one outside that he crawls yeah. into. <laughs> Mike Pence has to like bend over and like look in. There's only room for him. This dog house is pretty small. No, it's not. Nope. It's a big one. Yep. <laughs> uh, so it's like, and that's Fox and Friends is one of the shows that kind of made him, right? Like, that's the show he watches all the time. Yeah, they've busted him, um, you know, tweeting That's out. whatever he talks about is what Fox and Friends is talking They're about, talking the about talking it. points. And then, you know, shortly after that, he'll tweet out something like, did you know this? And it's yeah, clearly yeah. from what they just said. My wife asked me if he – she thought he was on drugs, but I don't think he's on drugs because we'd know because yeah. he doesn't keep secrets well. Well, that was another thing that I – that was the the, uh, the news tidbit that I caught from the that meltdown that I – haven't heard yet where apparently he was like undercutting uh the whole legal argument for the stormy daniels thing because cohen his lawyer claimed that he wasn't representing trump he of his own volition paid the hush money to her and then trump is saying well he represented me like he were which did did you know or did you not know because you're making it seem like you did know and had him do this yeah. when the story all along has been, no, no, I isolated him from that. He didn't know. Right. This is just, you know, I like to help out girls that are down on their luck. <laughs> you know, she's doing porn, probably doesn't want to do that. So maybe I'll just give her $130,000 like you do when people don't have a story to tell. Yeah. He said, no matter that it's not true, she was going to say it's true. So I had to pay her. I had to pay her. Uh I don't know. He, uh, yeah, he's the nightmare client for a lawyer. That's and uh, but how does he still now? Rudy Giuliani is involved. It's because there's so much of it. He's really good at it. There's so there's if he just had one of these at a time, the one, scandals. Yeah, one scandal at a time. That, yeah, he can't even commit he, to a scandal. People That's... could <laughs> people could focus on it, but no, it's just. Uh, uh, it's all it's all, all these scandals fighting each other that are keeping him afloat. <laughs> it's yeah. Um and now we have the North Korea thing where I mean I feel like I don't know to what extent do you think he deserves any credit for talking tough. Well, it's hard to say people are saying that he is that 
you know, he got this, he got them to, to get together, uh, which maybe that's true, but, um, you know, don't count your eggs before they're hatched because he hasn't had his meeting with, uh, meeting with Kim Jong Un yet. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, uh, for all the talk about him being a negotiator, I, every anytime there, anytime there's footage of him in a meeting, it looks like he has no idea what no, the hell's his, going on. His body language, he's so He's got his arms, his arms, his, folded, his arms yep. folded, and he's got like that yeah. double quadruple chin thing, yeah. and he's just looking. You know what I think is super funny is when, when he's reading a teleprompter, do you ever... Uh, you know, obviously his his demeanor and every single thing about him is way different than when he's uh, going off the top of his head. But the squinty eyes, like he's not he's not that into reading, so he no. he's he is his his face and everything is and his shoulders get hunched and he squints his eyes and he's just like making it through that sentence. It's yep. really embarrassing to have him as president. <laughs> I, and it's funny because, like, for so long, that was the the right's criticism of Obama was that like he was using a teleprompter, and now with Trump, it's like, please just read what's on the teleprompter. Yeah. Like, please don't go off and just focus. A lot of good people with the Nazis. Wait, a lot you, of good people. But you see, when uh, Emmanuel Macron came came around and uh, they had a state dinner recently and the, just all the awkward uh, hand holding yeah. <laughs> and hugging and kissing and compliments and then turning to the news and saying you're fake media and watching Macron's face like <laughs> well, I think it's safe to say Macron will be getting a $130,000 check from uh, Cohen <laughs> we'll be back with more Laughing Matters right after this don't go anywhere you're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell Dave Wait. Hot dog. Sometimes I think I should go see a therapist. I know that's something you can't say in the Midwest. It's probably more comfortable to fart on an elevator and tell everybody to get a whiff. The all-new album from StandUpRecords.com. We went to Milwaukee because my dad was collecting postcards at the time. So we drove seven hours in a car to see tiny pictures of other better vacations. Now available from StandUpRecords.com, the iTunes Music Store, and Amazon.com. Dave Wait. Hot dog. All right. Did you miss spring cleaning? Then it's time to get your carpet Zero Res cleaned for the summer. There are lots of carpet cleaning options in the Twin Cities, but only Zero Res cleans with patented powered water, so you know you get healthy, clean carpet that's safe for your family. So schedule your carpet cleaning today and get the Zero Res Summer 3-Room Special. And this month, you can still get a great deal on your air duct cleaning. Call 952-ZERO-RES or visit ZeroResMN.com. Zero Res, spell it backward or forward, it spells the same. Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter, drunken comedians didn't have to work in small, dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on Earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. At Burger Moe's, Mondays no longer need to be a drag. Dine on the beautiful patio for Burger Monday Madness every Monday after 4 p.m., where you can order any burger and fries off menu for just $6. Not valid on Excel event evenings. Burger Moe's offers 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, as well as delicious appetizers, soups, salads, and unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul, with plenty of free parking, and online at BurgerMoe's.com. I'm Richard R.J. Eskow, and this week on the Zero Hour, author and activist Marianne Williamson on navigating these dark yet promising times, Professor David Ferris on why it's fair for Democrats to fight dirty and how to do it, Major Danny Sherson on American independence, and we'll also talk about the soft corruption of our student debt system. All this and more on the Zero Hour every Sunday night from 9 till midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. 
Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono, ultramicroscopic, silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that standuprecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, that's standuprecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. You're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. And we're back with more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. My guest, Chris Maddock. Hello. Hey, Chris. Hi. Hi. Uh, sponsored by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. Uh, buy Sex and Politics, Buy Point of Entry. Those are our uh, albums. We'd be getting uh, – got a hot 19 cents coming our way if you purchase those online. So please, uh, please do that. Uh, Cosby, they got him. They got the <laughs> – that's my, that's supposed to be the Cosby theme song. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and he does that that yeah, thing yeah. where he, where he flutters his that, hands in front yeah, of his yeah, eyes yeah. and, and uh, that weird dance. Yeah, everything that he weird, does like, now is bending co- over and like. Yep, it's all colored thing. by. Yep, that the whole... things he done. You know what? Every comic my age wants to say now: Hey, mom and dad. At least Cosby doesn't swear, though. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> At least he doesn't say any swear words. Unless you uh, pronounce him guilty. Yeah. And then he and then he swore then in the courtroom, which was rad. <laughs> I mean, he said he swore in the courtroom. He does work blue. In fact, he, do, he does work blue. <laughs> yep. You can only push him so far before he lashes out. I don't know what color you call that. Whatever he's doing is beyond yeah. working blue. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very dark blue. Yeah. It's a very dark blue. Uh, in case you've been living under a rock, Bill Cosby was found guilty. On Thursday, I'm reading uh, Time. This is a Time article, so I like to cite my sources. Ever since school, I feel the need to make sure you... uh, He was found guilty Thursday of three felony counts of aggravated indecent assault. Oh, he should have done the decent kind. Yeah. Should have been uh, consensual decent. Yeah. Well, I guess still not assault. That's that's not good. Assault's bad. Um, Assault's always going to be bad. Um... Against Andrea Constant, a significant development following dozens of allegations of sexual assault against the comedian. All false. He now faces... He only did three of them. Uh, he now faces up to 30 years in state prison. Uh, do you, what do you think? Because he's still, he's still free until sentenced. Like, he's not... Yeah. What do you... First off, what do you, what do you think would be fair... And then, second of all, what do you what do you think he'll uh, he'll actually get? Oh, uh, I want to ask my you're my, well, my judicial correspondent. Yeah, on my laughing my judicial correspondent. I guess you got to you got to go by the law. You know, if he's only convicted of uh, you know three of them, you can't be sentencing him like like he's guilty of sixty of them. Like uh, they like the how many people accused him? Uh, um, a lot, I think yeah. sixty, something like that. Yeah. He's, apparently, he still faces civil lawsuits from ten women. Ah, well, hey, he ought to get some good material out of that. I feel like he'll just be in trial the rest of his life. Right? They should keep I him mean, alive with machines and <laughs> f- serve out a sentence. <laughs> just trial after trial. It's just a, it's like a show, just a new season of Cosby Trial. Like he's still there, and then yeah. it's just like a different accuser. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, because you, every you know, you're entitled to a, like obviously these these women should have their day in court. It's just that he was such a monster for so long that like that would just be the rest of his life. Well, is being wheeled into court, right? Yeah. Um, he, uh, uh, that, that probably is what's going to happen, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then he'll, so that means he technically he's free. I mean, I mean, he's free and, but he yeah. has to go to trial, but, um, he's not in jail during that time or well, this one, I guess he'll be sentenced. So they'll bring him out. They'll take him from jail to the, um, courtroom, but, uh, God, so that speech he made about, um, uh, you know, black youth, pulling up their pants and um that's what did him in 
That's the crazy part. I don't think his pants will be sagging in yeah, prison. Yeah, the sagging pants and the the uh, the speech of African American youth uh, mm-hmm. made that speech, and that made Hannibal Burris angry, and then angry uh, Hannibal yeah. Burris said something, and that's what br- that's what brought him down. Just talking like an old fogey. Uh, imagine being like you're you're in a Pennsylvania prison. You know, yep. you got your little picture, your bikini gal on the wall. You got maybe <laughs> two or three books, maybe a Mishner or something to help you escape. Like, hey, what? Chris. What was the Mishner? Mish- uh, just a book. I just threw oh, an okay. author out there. Oh, it, okay. it could be anybody. Stephen King. Yep. Uh, you know, you're doing push-ups. You know, you got 12 years left on your sentence, whatever it is. Like, hey, Chris. You're like, what? Like, yeah. Got a new roommate. And then oh, yeah, in yeah. comes yeah. Bill Cosby. Yes. <laughs> you see, he just he just does his act like <laughs> in his head. He's like, you know what? I'm getting out in five years. I go. I'm gonna the whole new act, and then he's just trying it on you. Yeah, I tell you, just like torture him with your own jokes. <laughs> That's what he deserves. Yeah, yeah. Is everyone in prison running their act by him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check it out. I got yeah. this filthy joke. Yeah. Mashed potatoes just kill me already. What is this, this food? This prison food's going to kill me before the uh, electric chair we got here. Hey, well, how about hey, that, Bill? Two guys walk into a bar. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I said, shank, not skank. Huh? What do you, what do you think, Bill? How, how about that one? Hey, Bill, you, you don't care that these are. Like, kind of dirty jokes, do you? I mean, you know, seeing what you've done. <laughs> Maybe he'll pull up producers and then just, like, put on a big comedy show Yeah, uh, once he's in there. Do some good. You know, I, th- I feel like it's about time he turns things around. Time to give back. <laughs> uh, but yet, now, getting back to what you were talking about, the legacy thing, the Cosby show. I mean, what are your thoughts on that that legacy now i mean because you have some people that are like you know if you watch it you support him and given all the horrible stuff that he did or are you able to separate the art from the artist and go you know what you can still enjoy the show and the lessons and stuff and at the same time just compartmentalize the fact that the guy responsible for it did some pretty heinous stuff well let's see i watched it when i was a kid i I didn't plan on watching it again uh regardless um of but uh or like reruns, or like show, like channels that like pull the show, or anything like that. Is it like it? It seems like he was just such a serial predator that it would be hard for me to separate. I I often mm-hmm. can separate the uh, the artist, or you know, if he did like one thing or something. But uh, yeah, it seems like that. Like like, or it's like youthful indiscretion versus like uh, grown man coldly calculating this stuff. Yeah, like uh, you know, you're watching an episode, and you you know, either before or after this episode taped, uh, he was probably, um, you know, salivating on some unconscious woman. Oof. <laughs> yep, that is. Which is what they said he was doing. Which is just, uh, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, but at least he didn't swear. <laughs> I'm sorry, we all heard it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm off it. I'll never say no, that again. That's, no, no, that's that's. Uh, he didn't swear. He didn't swear. Uh, just a monster. I mean, they, I feel like they should retitle that special. Bill Cosby, not quite himself. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> Bill. Oh no! Wait, isn't one of them called Forty Nine? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Is one of them yeah, called? Yeah, it's called Forty Nine. Boy, I thought yeah, it meant his should... age. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, little little Robert Palmer there. Uh, I heard you're not supposed to call him a monster, but and I'm still talking about Bill Cosby, not yeah. Robert Palmer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not oh, much goodness. love. Not much love for Doctor Huxtable right now. We'll be back with more laughing matters right after this. Don't go anywhere. You. You're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. 
Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise. That's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. Spring and summer is the right time to install your fireplace. Find your perfect fireplace and have it installed and ready before the cold weather hits again. If you already have a wood fireplace, consider a fireplace insert or check out the entire selection at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces on East Franklin and Riverside in Minneapolis. It will transform your inefficient fireplace into a reliable, environmentally smart heating system. This is Peter Solak, owner of Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. Have you ever watched your dog or cat curl up in front of a fire, it's primordial the way it touches both the animal and the human. We know that fire reaches deep into the heart and soul. Let us show you how. We have over 35 working units on display here in Minneapolis. We are located at the east end of Riverside Avenue at 2901 East Franklin. From I-94, take the Riverside Avenue exit. Find us also online at woodlandstoves.com. Let us help you make a fireplace part of your life. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. This is Dan Brooks, Senior Vice President and Financial Advisor with RBC Wealth Management. For the past 19 years, I've been managing wealth for individuals, institutions, and corporate retirement plan sponsors. Throughout my career, I've seen common traits in successful investors. They include the courage to be diversified, the willingness to work with a professional, the discipline to follow a plan, and patience. I welcome the opportunity to help contribute to your financial success. Call me at 612-371-2396. Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, at StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight after 3 a.m., showers are expected with up to half an inch of rain possible. Sunday, rain's continuing with a high near 81. And tonight, gradually becoming more clear with a low around 66. Monday's looking to be sunny with a high near 86 and a nice low around 69. Eat local Minnesota.com's restaurant of the week is Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club. Offering a unique and contemporary spin on continental cuisine, Crooner specializes in food and drink made popular in the 1920s. Check out this fabulous dining experience at 6161 Highway 65 Northeast in Minneapolis. You're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. Something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? And we're back with more Laughing Matters here on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Brought to you as always by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, StandUpRecords.com, buy sex and politics and point of entry. My guess, if you're just joining us, uh, Chris Maddock. Uh, hey, uh, so Brokaw, Tom Brokaw is the latest uh, powerful man in the uh, media industry to be hit with some allegations. From allegations. Is that brought to is that Tom Brokaw or is it? I think that's Tom Brokaw, yeah. Is he the one that says oh, his L's great, Greatest generation. Said, uh, that's not him. That's just that, an old guy. Yeah. Um, you were doing it better. <laughs> what, he says his L's funny, right? Yeah. A, a leaking a leaking llama. Yep, a that's leaking. definitely Brokaw. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, he got uh, accused by one woman and one anonymous woman. Yeah, Linda Vester, a former network correspondent who said he sexually harassed her in the mid-1990s. Yeah, and uh, let's go to my lawyer. And um, he, uh, and then he pushed back pretty hard on that. It is he pretty, did. He it did. It is pretty crazy that, like, uh, uh, you know, because we, we we, when you put it out like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's just – Sounds true immediately. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he he said that uh, – he said something to the effect that they, they gave this woman the Washington Post in uh, – what was it? Vanity Fair? Uh, something like maybe. that. Maybe. One of the – Yeah. Gave, gave this woman the run of the place. 
mm-hmm. uh, to just um, uh, get, make him do a perp walk, as he said. Um, seems like it's, it's like, well, if he's innocent, he's got a point. Uh, Vester alleged that Brokaw forcefully tried to kiss her in 1994 when she was staying at the Essex House Hotel in New York, where he showed up uninvited. A similar incident occurred in May 1995. This is the LA Times. She alleged when Brokaw appeared unannounced at her flat in London when she was assigned there to the network's bureau. Uh, Vester alleged that in both instances, Brokaw pressured her to have a sexual relationship with him. She said she feared that reporting the incidents would hurt her career. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Matt Lauer happened. Uh, Vester told the Post she decided to come forward with the allegations out of her belief that NBC News has failed to effectively investigate harassment issues at the company following Lauer's firing. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'd like there was uh, I, the I, this isn't in the article, but I heard it on the uh, on NPR that uh, I also I listen to AM nine fifty way more than I listen to NPR. Just, yeah, of course. Uh, for other you know brand loyalty. Who doesn't? Uh, but they like a, a whole. I think it was uh, several women signed uh, a letter defending uh, Tom Brokaw, Rachel Maddow, some others. Kind of the same thing that happened with Franken. Yep. With a bunch of uh, SNL. Uh, women, women in entertainment that right. like vouch for him, yep, and stuff. Uh, I mean, I feel like at this point, like there, re- there isn't anything for Broca to resign from. Like I, he, as far as I know, I mean, he's definitely not the nightly anchor. I think he just like comes in every now and then to roll some L's in a report about something. He but. does some uh, online stuff and some print and some, uh, you know, philanthropy. I think or. Some activism, and you know he was uh, uh, late in life type stuff of a, a broadcast legend. Yeah, um, but yeah, if he, you know if he's uh, if he's not guilty of this, then it's it's you know it, it just throw it out there like it's uh, I don't know I don't know what how, how are you supposed to go about this, but if, if she's you know if he's innocent, I mean. That's uh, we have to respect and listen to women. I mean, yeah, for sure. I think it's it, the, his uh, his strategy isn't like just coming right out and attacking of that because that's something Trump would do. It's yeah, like, no, you're lying. No, which, he is, just, which but- is a huge difference between. I mean, I don't know what his politics are. He works in the media, so I'll assume he's a commie liberal. Yeah, uh, and it's so if that's the case. Um, it is interesting that he is choosing this tactic in response because normally the response on the left, if you're a guy and this is, uh, you know, this is what women are alleging, it's, I'm so sorry. You know what? If they said I did it, it has to be true. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to lose all my projects. I admit all fault. I'm a terrible, horrible person. And, and then they go away. At yep. least for a while, which is what everyone's been doing on the left. Whereas yeah. on the right, it's nope. Yeah. It's nope. Opposite, you're wrong. Right. Nope. She's yeah. lying. And then everyone goes, well, it's he said, she said. So well, that, that's what Al Franken did. He, he did, he yeah. did that. And then, uh, so, but that was at the same time, the, uh, the Roy Moore thing was happening. So then mm-hmm. we, you know, the, the, uh, Democrats got to say that we, that we had the moral high ground mm-hmm. is what the Democrats got to say. And of course the Republicans are like, oh, you you care about that? <laughs> yeah. We'll put your moral high ground on the fridge right now so we can look at it every oh, day. Oh, it's such a cute moral <laughs> high ground. It's so cute. Um, Stayed inside the lines. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, didn't, yeah. just uh, And so, yeah, uh, Tom Brokaw is uh, uh, acting quite differently. Yeah, and uh, Garrison Keillor also came out swinging in that. Right. This is uh, so. This is uh, Brokaw's letter in response. Linda Vester was given the run of the Washington Post and Variety to vent her grievances to complain that I tickled her without permission. Well, maybe that's kind of belittling the accusation uh, that I invaded her hotel room, accepted an invitation to her apartment under false pretenses, and in general was given a free hand to try to destroy all that I have achieved with my family, my NBC career, my writing, and my citizen my citizenship. She's not trying to get you deported. 
my family and friends are stunned and supportive. My NBC colleagues are bewildered that Vester, who had limited success at NBC News, a modest career at Fox, and a reputation as a colleague who had trouble with the truth, was suddenly the keeper of the flame of journalistic integrity. <laughs> yeah, boy, he definitely fought back. Well, yeah, we were, you know, we were all expecting some some fancy words. Yeah, yeah. Brokaw said after Vester's contract was not renewed at NBC News in 1999, he made a call on her behalf to then Fox News chief executive Roger Ailes, who hired her as an anchor. Way to drop that name in, yeah. in your... Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're working for Roger Ailes and Tom Brokaw is yeah. the guy you're going after. Yeah, this is all lovely linguistics. Uh, it's so... Uh, it's so complex. Like, I don't – I mean, if you are innocent, I feel like, isn't this the best response or what do you What do? You do? I thought his response was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, if he feels like he's innocent, then – I mean, again, like, then, then investigate it. Then look into it, which wasn't done with Franken. Right. Was- I'm not sure to the extent it's happening with Keeler, but I know they kind of just summarily dis- – which I was never a big Garrison fan anyway, so the fact that Prairie Home Companions up doesn't – yeah, I mean, it, it, but it's, you know, if you want to look at it just like as a, some, a person who's got yeah. a, a, a body of work and a reputation that... Um, what a body. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it works. <laughs> um, uh, I did, they did show a picture of a, uh, of a dirty limerick that Garrison Keillor had written uh, about a uh, one of the women in question um, in his bookstore. Mm-hmm. That uh, they had the foresight to take a picture of, and uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, some dirty old man stuff, you know. Uh, or it's kind of like uh, with Franken when they were trying, like they 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 rehashed all the stuff that happened, like during his first campaign about jokes about rape and stuff like that in the SNL yeah. writers' room, right? And like I, I read his book, and it kind of. Uh, you kind of feel for the guy a little bit just because he's talking about how if you take something like that out of context and like ask comedians, you kind of understand like, you know, if you're in a writer's room or you're with comics and it's like two in the morning and you're cracking jokes and stuff and you're like writing things down, trying to make each other laugh, yeah. you're going to wind up going in some pretty dark places where in the light of day as a normal person, yeah, you might be a little horrified, but it's a completely different universe. It's between – Friends who have a certain uh, – they're friends. They're, they're friends with each other. Sometimes the joke is just to say the worst thing you can possibly think of and just to your friends. And you're not thinking this is going to be broadcast to anybody outside this room. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. I mean – Yeah. I mean I feel like then you – like going to... back and cherry-picking stuff Yeah, is – uh, it's kind of BS, especially when you have a president that 19 women yeah. have, have come out with uh, allegations. Yeah, it's um, Cosby is just like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> if only um, I had Michael Cohen. Yeah. Um, it, we need to get Hannibal Burris to go after Trump. Oh yeah, he should say something about him. He should say something about Trump. We should get a comedian to say something (laughs) about Trump. (laughs) If only a comic would say something about Trump, then then his days would be numbered. (laughs) Well, what do they want? They had eight years of Obama. They could have made fun of him. How do you feel as a comedian in this like present time with stuff? Uh, Which is a really articulate way of phrasing that question. Like with the. The Trump stuff or the the yeah I mean Trump stuff uh, the the I don't like to I don't like to talk about Trump too much I mean it, just in conversation it's yeah I don't like to talk about him in my act that really but uh, um, it, but like are you t- you know what it well there you know we I think that we the we hit a high water mark with um, the the whole uh, sensitivity thing I mean I think you know there was some people saying like. Uh, you know, it's pretty gross when people say, you know, oh, it's free speech that I can make, uh, you know, uh, these hateful comments and, and yeah. things like that. Where it's like, it totally is, but you know, you, you're not if you're not being funny, then mm-hmm. I don't know. I still think that's the well, rule. Yeah, if I was going to say because you uh, you run an open mic, 
Mm-hmm. Grumpies. Mm-hmm. Wednesday nights. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Free. And and you, I mean, you don't censor anybody. It's They can go up there. They can be uh, yeah, they awful. Yeah, they can be terrible. There's been a couple, there's been like over the 14 years I've done it, there's been maybe two or three times where I've, uh, it's not about what they've said. They're also mm-hmm. doing terrible things and be, being a, a, a jerk. But, you know, usually I just go up and uh, uh, <clears throat> make fun of them. Yeah, uh, and then uh, you know, it's uh, it's not like uh, it's not like words can hurt you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they or can. Like, or the, I don't know. yeah, or the the like the, that you might risk saying something that's offensive. Yeah, I mean they can. You know, there's there's it's an open mic, so sometimes the freaks come out, and there's a very angry, uh, a very angry man on stage who wants to say just terrible things, and but it's like <laughs> what happens? Everyone goes. Uh, and then uh, he gets off. You only get three minutes. We only have about thirty seconds. Do you have like a story of that? Like just, <laughs> um, just. Uh... Well, uh, yeah. You, it, well, just <laughs> an example of some guy. Like it's generally like a brand new person who thinks they're going to say something very shocking, mm-hmm. and it just falls flat, and people are horrified. And then uh, I get to go up and make fun of them, and then it's over. Yeah, well, and their intent anyway, for the most part, I imagine, is that. Like, they just want to shock. There's not hate. There's just, you know, in, like naivete, the inexperience. Sa- the same person that thinks of a joke that you hate also sometimes thinks of a joke you like. So you can't. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. Warning. Last year, over 40,000 Americans died in car-related accidents. Not a pleasant thought, is it? In fact, as thoughts go, it's downright depressing. Well, that's where we can help cheer you up. We're StandUpRecords.com, and we offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, downloads, and merchandise from the best comedians on Earth. Artists like Mark Marin, Maria Bamford, Eddie Pepitone, and Doug Stanhope. Available at fine record stores, Amazon.com, and the iTunes Music Store. That's StandUpRecords.com. Come on, listen to us while you're driving. Live dangerously. Waking up is easy when you look forward to breakfast. Serve seven days a week at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul. Try eggs your way with hash browns, bacon, or sausage. There are four delicious varieties of eggs Benedict that should not be missed. And buttermilk pancakes, waffles, or French toast are always fresh off the griddle. How about a Bloody Mary or screwdriver from the bar? The Downtowner Woodfire Grill is located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking. Or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Hello, this is Ellen Krug from Hidden Edges Radio. When I'm not on the radio, I'm standing in front of audiences training about diversity and inclusion and on how to be welcoming to others who are different from us. More than ever, employers and organizations need professional diversity and inclusion training. I can offer that training through my company, Human Inspiration Works, LLC. I'd love to make your workplace or organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter, drunken comedians didn't have to work in small, dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on Earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. Hi, I'm Matt McNeil, and I want to encourage you to join me weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. for The Matt McNeil Show. It's a Twin Cities-based full hour of talk where we discuss what's going on in the state and in the nation from a Minnesota perspective. We'll be joined by a lot of great guests, and we'll take your phone calls. Interact with us on the Twitter page, at Matt McNeil Show, the Facebook page, Progressive Citizen X, The Matt McNeil Show, and on email. Comment at am950radio.com. The Matt McNeil Show, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on AM 950. You know, here at Stand Up Records, when we say we have the best names in comedy, we're not messing around. In fact, we were there first, with comedians who went on to become household names. Names like Hannibal Burris, Maria Bamford, the Sklar Brothers, Doug Stanhope, Mark Marin, and Lewis Black. So why not head on over to StandUpRecords.com or Amazon.com or the iTunes Music Store and pick up a classic CD, DVD, or download of the best comedians working today. And check out some of our other artists, because you never know who the next big thing will be. That's StandUpRecords.com. You're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. 
voice of Minnesota. Uh, I'm your host, Robert Burrill. The show is brought to you, as always, by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. My CD, Sex and Politics, uh, buy a copy of that. Chris Maddox, CD, Point of Entry, buy a copy of that. Uh, you can catch me live at Acme Comedy Company next week, May 1st through the 5th, acmecomedycompany.com for more details. Uh, Chris Maddock will be doing a show May 18th and 19th uh, in Northeast Minneapolis at uh, Artaworld. Uh, Chris, unfortunately, uh, during the break, uh, had to leave. Um, so uh, at last minute, I had to call in several favors. Um, and this is probably not going to sit well with the big wigs here at, uh, at AM 950, the um, – the cigar chomping, uh, big wigs of uh, AM radio, but uh, I got it. I was able to, you know, friend of a friend of a friend, and uh, I was able to get a fill-in guest. We only have about seven and a half minutes, but you know, in 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 the spirit of free speech and letting people you might not agree with um, get get their get their you know share of airtime. I don't think this guy has. Um, been able to reach that many people on the radio. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my my guest for this final segment, uh, Rush Limbaugh. Rush, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for uh, agreeing to do the show, Rush. Hey, the swamp needs to be drained, and I'm here to do it. Well, I mean, I, I would argue there isn't much of a swamp in, in AM radio specifically. It's nice to see what George Soros is paying for. I don't. I don't think anyone is paying for this. Actually, I feel like this is um, maybe renting, but. Uh, no, no payments are being made in this in a carpet dank bunker. basement in a suburb. This is what public education gets you. We are the leaders in paying for public education. Yeah, well, I mean, I think and we are the good. leaders in getting the least out of it. We are the winners of losing. We have lost, and we have we treat that as a win. Uh, can I get you some decaf? Rush? Deep state. Yep, that's sure. Sure, there's yep. There's a very there's a very deep state. You're probably pretty impressed with uh, how you know Trump uh, the North Korea thing. Like that's you're trying to destroy the president of the United States. Well, I was I was mentioning him. I don't know about uh, destroying him. Um, you probably he, think he's doing a good job on the you know Korean uh, negotiations. You probably historic think meeting. I'd like to see how you liberals spin this. Well, I'm I'm not trying to spend it. I'm a, I'm asking for your uh, take on it. I mean, you probably feel like he's done a very good job at bringing uh, that psychopath Kim to the table. He's uh, he's actually a very effective leader, Kim Jong Un. If you've listened to Donald Trump, he had some very good points. Very good points, Kim. Yes, you know he's only 22 years old. I I did not. I did not know how old he was. Something like that. I've been trying to grow this ponytail. What do you think? Ah, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like classic rushes is, is better. You know, just uh, just owning your look. I, I think it, it reeks of desperation. Well, all the cool stuff is conservative now. Conservative is the new punk rock. I don't. Well, I I, I would dispute that. Um, and I think that he, Kim Jong Un's meeting with the South Korean leader is just a trap that Trump is setting. With Mike Pence at the helm, we can drop a nuclear bomb without killing any unborn children. Quite the needle to thread, they're going to do it. The the peace negotiations a trap. The trap. The, who's who's trapping him? Mastermind Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, that's all I'm going to say. We don't like to. You think you think Trump Trump is setting the trap, or is Trump the one that's b- being trapped? I'm a, I'm a little I'm I'm trying to keep up. What? What's the you can't? That's, that's the thing. There is a plan. The plan is have no plan. Is that the deep state? That's what we're planning on. We are you are you advising the president? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Well, I mean, it seems like the people that attempt to advise the president don't really last very long. So, a radio w- station. Do you have any Kanye? I love that guy. Really, is I that love a, Kanye West. Is that a new thing, or have you always been a fan I've of? Kanye? Always been into Kanye. Always. Yes, since just earlier today. What uh, What are some of your favorite Kanye uh, tunes? Uh, I'm more into his tweets. 
Tweets. Okay, yeah. Not so much the music. More into He's the... He's got dragon energy. Sure, sure. Um, the Kardashians. He, the, did you, uh, the Kardashians, like... they've had nothing, nothing but positive press. We're going to see how they handle. The left is systematically, literally trying to destroy the Kardashians. The left is. I mean, I feel like, I mean, if the, if the liberals control the media, I, I you know, by I think they're propping the Kardashians up with all the shows and keeping up with them. Trying they, to destroy we, them along with crazy Lion Comey. Oh, Jim. Okay, so that's Clapper. So what do you what? uh, Maloney Brennan is Jim Comey's book came out. Have you been able? Have you uh, read that yet? Any thoughts on that rush? Sold six hundred thousand million copies in the first day. I I don't. I would. He's trying to match my numbers and my paperbacks. You can see my next book when it comes out. Oxycontin and sausage. Oh, all right. Is that a Vatkins diet? Sure. Yep. That would that makes sense. How. uh, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about uh, Jim Comey there, uh, Rush? Do you think there's uh, any integrity there? Do you think he's just doing this to sell books? He's just out there to sell books. He wants to do book signings. His head his head is too high in the air. What what would you like to see? What would you like to see Trump do now? Should he uh, should he fire Mueller or what? Uh, what if you're advising him? What uh, what would you that what would you is say? that is his right. I would I would like to see him fire Mueller and drag him through the streets during a military parade. We'll strap him to a missile. Literally, missile talking, Mueller, missile Mueller, well, and 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 shoot him, fire him into space, or what? Or just strap him to the missile? And then space is an idea. It's a fake news. Well, no, space is a real thing. Space is not real. I feel like there are space. a number of astronauts that would disagree with you on that, but. You, you, you're saying space isn't real. Drain the swamp. Sure, sure. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. Uh, you can. You still continue. to Go support. ahead and ask me a question. You got it. You got it. Thank you. Uh, we'll answer after this. Well, are you throwing to a break? We have, we have a, a minute and a half left. Actually, and we're before. back. Uh, so you, the Access Hollywood tape. I want to get your. I want to get your thoughts on this. One of the greatest the- presidential speeches of all time. Well, it wasn't a speech so much as a horrible thing caught uh, locker room talk. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, well, imagine if he was saying that about uh, about your daughter. Like but Trump's way ahead of you on that. He is imagining it's his daughter. Okay, well, beautiful Ivanka Trump. Perhaps I mean, he should be dating her. Don't you? I'm, I'm sure he's thought of it. Don't you find that uh, infatuation with his own daughter uh, unhealthy? You know, Cain, Cain in the Bible, his wife was his sister. It's not sick. It's biblical. So you're saying that makes Trump a man of God. We're making dating great again by dating your daughters. I'd like to say hello to all my fans out there, the Rush listeners. I call them Russians. Oh, sure, sure. So the, the, the also advising Trump then. Deep State, 600,000 books Comey has sold. Four people have read it. Nobody reads the book. It's just to sit on you. It's a, it's a symbol of... Attacking the swamp, deep state, ponytail. Thanks, uh, thanks for being on the show, Rush. Uh, thank you to Chris Maddock. Uh, I appreciate. We'll be back that. after this. Well, no, we, this is the end of the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. And we're back. You're listening to the best of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. 